0: Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Myla Lani, and I'm Junie and you're listening to Sustain Loving Kindness. In this podcast
1: we talk about why it's important to take care of our planet and how we can help.
0: Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes.
1: All right everyone welcome back to our podcast. We are so happy to have you guys. And sorry if my voice is a little scratchy. I just woke up. But so anyways, this episode is going to be about eco-friendly ways to enjoy summer. This was actually, this is actually an answering your DMs um, episode. One of our beloved followers sent us this idea and we thought it was a great idea. So I am going to get started by talking about eco-friendly manicures. So, eco-friendly manicures and nails is a huge topic. Um, I know in summer, the first thing everyone does is, you know, go to the salon, get your nails done, mani-pedi, all of that. But it's not always very eco-friendly. In fact, it's usually not even a little bit eco-friendly. So, I'm just going to talk about some ways to... Um have eco-friendly manicures. So the first thing that I would like to talk about, it's going to be a little bit confusing to some of you, I'm sure, um, but it's actually... I do have a whole YouTube video that I am recording right now about it. Um, it's using Color Street nail strips. So you might not really understand why these are eco-friendly, and honestly, I didn't either until I did my research. But basically, they are 100% real nail polish um, strips. So they come in a little paper pouch that you just stick on your nails. Uh, it's, there are no stickers. It's just pure nail polish. Um, and it is, it just sticks on because the layer underneath hasn't fully cured. Um, so they come in a million and ten different designs. Colors, all of that stuff, sorry, I'm having a hard time thinking right now, but I actually do sell them as well. I did not come up with a company, okay, don't go thinking that I did not come up with a company. um I am just an affiliate for them, so you can check out our link on our blog and on our Instagram as well. um it's still pretty new um I don't have all the information on it yet. I just learned about it like a week or so ago, but I am making a YouTube video about it. Um, so that is my number one recommendation. And another thing that I would like to say is, that I'd like to talk about is why buying nail polish bottles is not necessarily super eco-friendly, um, as some of you might think. So you might be thinking like, well, it's instead a glass bottle, the only like quote-unquote non-eco-friendly part is The little screw-on cap that's plastic in the brush, um, and you can recycle that. Um, Well, that is not necessarily correct because even if you get a natural um, nail polish itself, and or or not, it doesn't really matter. It might potentially be better ingredients, but if you think about it, you I have never, I don't think I've ever been able to use up a whole bottle of nail polish before it dries up. Um, and especially nowadays they're starting to make the bottles a little bit bigger um some companies you there's no way that you can use all the product even if you take really good care of it it just dries up um so and and with the, all the fumes you're breathing it's not necessarily the best thing to do um so that's why I recommend color street it is um it's non-toxic it's mess free it's fast it's it comes in paper packaging completely um and yeah there are no fumes involved which is
0: do you use have you ever done gel nail polish yes i have yeah i've done it before too and it was not what i had thought um my one of my friends a long time ago she she might still do it now she would go like every month to go get gel nails and I know that they weren't natural because she did it at, you know, just a popular salon. And I did it with one of my friends once. And what she did was she put on a layer of the clear gel and had me dip it into these, uh this, it's kind of like sand colored thing. And then she would wait for it to dry and I would shake it off. And then she'd put another layer of gel over it, let me dip it in that sand, and it was kind of wasteful, because every time I pulled it out, some sand would go on the table, and then, in the end, it stayed, it stayed on for a pretty long time, but in the end, it just flaked off in one whole piece, and I had to just throw it away, because there wasn't really anything else I could do with it. Yeah, that's a pretty
1: popular manicure, um, now, (laughs) nowadays, it's called dip powder, um, but yeah, my Leilani's right, it is very, um, very wasteful. Now, all things considered, if you want to go out and get your nails done, it's not the most wasteful thing in the world. I'm not saying never go get your nails done. If you love doing that, um, that's okay to do it every once in a while. We're not at all trying to tell you um, don't do that. It's like like I said 800 million times in every episode. Um, zero waste, eco-friendly means something different to everybody. And it should never mean you know cutting out everything you like to do or anything you like to do um, it's just um, however you want to go with it so if you want to go to the salon and get your nails done go for it there are um, just some more eco-friendly ways to do it at home um, but yes I believe the next topic yes okay so the next topic is tanning um, now I know a lot of people spray tans are really popular Um, I've never, (laughs) I've never personally got one, but I know that it is very popular. Um, now they are a lot of chemicals. I don't know a whole lot about them actually, but I do know that it's just spraying like colored chemicals on your body. Um, it doesn't, it's uh yeah it's kind of weird
0: um yeah i never like did tanning even if because i know that a lot of people when they go to the beach or the pool they don't even like go in the water they just sit out and get a tan you know mm -hmm. to impress a certain someone (laughs) i don't worry about getting tans because of the fact that my skin is already pretty she is a natural tan you guys yeah, it's it's just because my mom is a Pacific Islander, and so, of course, I inherited the the tan color from her, so my skin is naturally that color, so I don't really worry about getting a tan so much. I worry <clears throat> mostly about sunburns, and we'll get into that later, but I think yes, Jenny has absolutely. another thing to talk about. So,
1: oh, sorry, you're talking. Um, so, what I was going to say about tanning is there are more natural ways to tan, Um, that do not involve spray tans. Unfortunately, if you like spray tans, it's really not eco-friendly or good for you. So, I know that another thing at the salon that's popular are the sunbeds. Um, I think those are starting to become more popular than spray tans. They last longer, of course, because it's actually tanning your skin. Your skin, it's basically, you, you basically get cooked. You're in like this heated box of like weird lights that basically cooks you. Um, But some natural ways to tan. Literally just lay outside for 10 minutes a day on either side. (laughs) Um, It's literally that simple. That's the most natural way to do it. It's the most zero waste way to do it. Um, It's good for you. Um, if anything, just get outside and get fresh air. I now with my new job being outside all the time, I have really bad farmer's tan. <laughs> so I talked to the salon lady and she was just like, well, you know, spend $250 every month on this membership that you can, that you need to come oh, gosh, in.
0: that's a lot. I
1: know that you should come in and get come in every single day and spend five minutes in these tanning beds and it'll get rid of your tans over time. I was like, wait, no, no!" (laughs) like the sun (laughs) is right outside. It's the exact same thing. Anyways, that is about all we had to say on tanning. Oh,
0: there is one more thing about tanning. I actually learned this one time. It's not necessarily like tanning, but it also has to do with sunburns. Even if it's cloudy outside, you can still get sun because clouds don't block the uv rays from the sun and i remember this one time i was at my friend's pool and my mom had dropped me off because she had to take my brother somewhere for a while before she took them to the pool and i was not wearing sunscreen at all and she's like why did you think that you couldn't wear sunscreen i'm like there's clouds outside i'm not gonna get sunburn she goes yeah but you're really dark right now and even though the sun's not out, you can still get sunburn from it, and it's actually true, so right now it's cloudy outside, yes. and I could easily get a tan even with the clouds because it doesn't block the u v rays from the sun
1: yes, very true and an easy way to be able to tell if you are um at risk of getting a sunburn is you on your the weather app on your phone you can check the u v ray u the u v index and I always wear sunscreen if it's above like, like at all, <laughs> because I burn so easily. But usually, so the highest UV index I believe is eleven. Is that right? I have no idea. I believe I the highest. I didn't
0: even know that was a thing.
1: Oh really? Yeah, I believe no. I believe the highest UV index is eleven. Um, so I would say anywhere from like 4 to obviously 11, it's probably really important to wear sunscreen. I always wear sunscreen just because I am white as can be and burn, um, so easily. But anyways, next we are going to talk about, um, like highlights in your hair. I know a lot of people go to the salon and get their hair done. There's nothing wrong with that. If you like to do that, go for it, just like with the nails, but it is definitely not eco-friendly or sustainable, Um, for the earth or your wallet. (laughs) So, I do have a DIY, um, hair highlight lightning spray thingy. (laughs) Um, I don't personally use it, but I have, um, friends that use it and say that it works so I can link it in the blog. Um, I don't know a lot about this subject. I did once bleach my hair with peroxide and baking soda. Um... Never again. (laughs) It was, it turned my hair orange, which I personally did not, uh, did not not like at the time. I thought it looked good, but looking back at the pictures, um, I looked like an actual redhead, which is not a bad thing. If you're a redhead, that's fantastic. There's so little of you in the world. Um, but I, it, 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 it wasn't a good shade of orange. It was kind of weird. But, anyways. We are going to now change the subject altogether from the kind of like beauty um, area to oh, actually, never mind. We're going to talk about sun, uh, summer products right now in particular, sunscreen. Um, I know I've been doing a lot of talking, but what, just one more thing. I make my own sunscreen sometimes. I don't do it a lot, um, but I had I did try this recipe out. And I really like it. So it is a DIY sunscreen recipe that basically has cocoa butter and zinc and baking soda. Um I'm forgetting the other recipe. Oh, grapeseed oil, raspberry oil, um, a couple different ingredients that are um that have SPF in them. Um, and I will link the exact recipe at the blog post, um, or I'll just write a whole another blog post about it and then I'll try it out again to make sure that it still works because the last time I tried it was like a couple years ago, but I will talk, I will, oh sorry, I will write a blog post about that, um, and we'll link it in the blog post for this episode, but yeah, making your own sunscreen is a fun idea, um and if it works then that's fantastic. I have not made my own sunscreen and like I said a couple years, but just make sure that you're not getting burned. Um don't risk don't risk your own health and safety for um trying to make the earth better. Now I know that sounds kind of weird. It's I I'm not wording it super fantastic, but it's always your health and safety first. Is basically what I was trying to say. So don't put yourself in danger um, while trying to follow these things that we are recommending, um, and now I believe my Lani is going to talk about some brands that she likes, and, and I like as well, actually, um, that are still natural, but you don't make them yourself.
0: Yes, so I only used, like, my whole life, I'm pretty sure I've only used one brand of sunscreen, and I'll get into that later. I know a lot of people use Banana Boat, that's a pretty popular sunscreen brand, or maybe that, um, sun bum, I think it's called, with a monkey on it. My cousin sells not that brand. That. <laughs> oh, really? Uh-huh. I have not used that. I use this brand called Alba Botanica, and there's one, there's a lot of reasons, but one of them, oh my gosh, there's a dog barking next door. Um, so, it is called Reef Safe or Reef Friendly, and I have used it because pretty much what that means is whenever you are going, say you're at the beach and you go in the water, if it comes off of you, then if it's not reef safe, it could potentially damage the coral reefs in the water. I know that in San Diego, there are no no coral reefs, but there is a lot of wildlife there. I know that in Hawaii, they're pretty strict on sunscreen that you wear because they've got a lot of coral reefs. If you're going down to the Bahamas or the Caribbean, you're definitely going to want reef safe sunscreen reef friendly. And it, the reason why. Is because a lot of sunscreen companies. They use a lot of chemicals in their stuff. And if it's not healthy for the environment. Chances are it's not healthy for you. So this brand Alba Botanica. I just got it out. Because we have it in the car with us all the time. It, the one I have in my hand. Is SPF 45. Which is pretty high. They, they sell others that are higher. Um, it's fragrance free. No oxybenzone. Noxate. I don't even know what that is, <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, it's cruelty-free, which means they don't test it on animals. It's recyclable. It says you can recycle it. It's gluten-free and it's got a hundred percent vegetarian ingredients, no artificial colors or synthetic fragrances. no parabens, uh, don't know how to pronounce that, or sulfates. So it's made out of mostly natural ingredients and it's also reef safe. I don't know any other sunscreen brands, Uh, that are that way but you can always check the label and if it says reef safe or reef friendly and it's not tested on animals and it's made out of natural stuff then I'd say go for it yeah there Um. is
1: a quote-unquote natural well not quote-unquote there is a natural sunscreen option um on package free shop and earth hero as well I do not know the brand of it Um, We can link it in the blog post. It comes in a little stainless or a little aluminum tin. Um, It's supposed to be like the zero waste sunscreen. Um, I have not personally tried it. I think um, so for 1.2 ounces of the sunscreen, it's $20. Um, So it is insanely expensive for sunscreen. Um, Now, if you can afford it uh, and if you really, really do like it, go for it. Um, I do not necessarily recommend it just because it is so expensive. It's not sustainable for your wallet. Um, and there are other natural or, or more natural options that are a lot more affordable like Alba Botanical and Alba, sorry, Alba Botanica, um, and making your own sunscreen. So yes,
0: um, there is one more thing before we go on if you say you get a, a sunburn um, you there, you might have heard to use aloe vera on yourself and what that is is it's a plant it it has l- small little nubs on it that kind of look like spikes and they they' they've got a succulent shape, and I'll, I'll show you a picture on the blog post. And if you guys haven't looked at the show notes yet, all you have to do is go to sustainlovingkindness.com slash podcast. And there you will find all the notes for every episode. So if we mention a product or something, we'll link it there for you. So you don't have to look it up yourself. Anyways, <laughs> um, you can easily grow an aloe vera plant in a pot. Like when I lived in California, we lived in a condo, uh, which is kind of like apartments and... We didn't exactly have a backyard, but we were still able to have an aloe vera plant, so anytime any of us got sunburned, we just broke off a piece of it and put it on, and it really, really helped. I know that a lot of people buy an aloe vera gel that they can massage on them, and I actually saw this hack on YouTube. They, You take the gel and you squeeze it into an ice tray. And put it in the freezer and then take it out when it's all frozen and if you rub it on yourself wherever your sunburn is I hear that's really refreshing and it makes sense like it's cold on your burning hot sunburn and it's also aloe vera which can really help with that
1: yeah definitely um I my neighbors have conveniently grow grew growed grown a aloe vera plant in their front yard and it has overgrown into our front yard which honestly is really fun because we can just steal their aloe vera um (laughs) and it's fresh aloe vera we can use whatever we want um but if you don't have that luxury then yeah definitely an aloe vera gel um ideally a pure aloe vera gel not like the weird like um, pl- fluorescent green ones, the the Up up brand or whatever the Target brand is. Um, I know that they sell aloe vera gel that is supposed to be aloe vera gel. I'm not sure what's really in it because it's um, literally fluorescent green. Anyways, so moving on, now we're going to talk about bug repellent. Miley Lonnie has a recipe I believe that she's going to share with you, and then...
0: Yeah, so we for a while we used this one brand. I don't remember what the brand was. I'm looking through my mom's bag right now that's because I'm in the car. I don't see it, but it was it was deep-free and I learned about this on the Brightly Eco podcast. They were talking about uh whatever you do, just make sure it's deep-free. I'm not sure what deep is, but it's a <laughs> very bad chemical that can potentially harm you. Uh, so I used that for a while. It was only, like, three ingredients. It was, like, citronella, um, some other herb, and, uh, some kind of lemongrass, I think, and then combined with water, and it was pretty, it was, it it worked really well. Like, uh, I used it when we went camping all the time. I'm sure Junie remembers when we went to Indian Hills that one time, and there were all those mosquitoes, rocks, and I kept spraying the teepee with it. Um, it kept them, it kept them away from us, at least. And then my mom, she actually made this one recipe that she just sprays on us and it keeps the bugs off. Now, uh, I posted on my Instagram the other day, You could, the link is on our podcast page. Uh, it was a picture of me looking over a waterfall and then I also had pictures of trees and then this gate that I saw. Um, and somebody commented on there, one of my friends, and she was just like, Um, That looks nice, but make sure you watch out for ticks, and ticks are a big problem. If you get bit by one, they can lead to all sorts of different diseases, and really, you want to stay away from tall grass and stuff. Um, I'm not sure that the bug repellents can help with that, but I will link it in the blog. Now, The next thing that we're going to talk about are swimsuits and summer clothing. So, of course, you always want to go with thrifting and secondhand buying. Um, I looked up different swimwear brands, and I can link that in the blog. And a couple brands were Girlfriend, Vitamin A, uh, Sia, and Reformation for swimsuits. And you can always do the research and look up different brands that are just made out of sustainable fibers. And you can, if you want more sustainable clothing brands, go and check out our fast fashion episode. We talked a whole lot about different brands. And you might not want to go with thrifting. Maybe you think that's gross or something. Um, (laughs) If you have swimsuits already, then just wear that. If you absolutely need a new one, then you can go with those brands that I linked in the blog. Yeah. Now,
1: those brands can be a little bit more expensive. So, for um for like little kids that are still growing a little bit more affordable swimsuits might be the way to go Um I am not sure maybe even like the target swimsuits um, I hate to recommend that but if if you are tight on money I know like you know a $300 swimsuit for your you know growing kid is probably not a very realistic way to go Um. I know when I was a kid, I went through, like, a million and ten swimsuits every year because we have a pool, or we had a pool in our backyard. So, we swam every single day, almost the entire year. Um, We were weird and never, like Elsa,
0: the cold never bothered us anyway. (laughs) Well, also, in California, like Southern California, where you live, it's, like, it's pretty hot there year-round anyways. Yeah. So... Like, any anyone who lives there wouldn't think that's weird. Yeah. And also, my sister, majority of the swimsuits that she has were just hand-me-downs from me and my cousin that we didn't mm-hmm. need anymore. We just handed them down to my sister, and she loves them, and she doesn't care that it's a hand-me-down because it's pink and it's got uh, little frilly things on it. Anyways, um, <laughs> another activity yeah. that people like to do... during the summer is camping i know i love camping i've gone on lots of camping trips um we have an episode about it there are a couple more things i wanted to mention though Uh, make sure you research where you're going especially considering the circumstances like with covid maybe they're not open or maybe you have an rv or a trailer and maybe they don't have sites for that um there is one thing i did want to mention they have this in here in america It's called BLM Land, and it does not stand for what you guys think it does. It stands for the Bureau (laughs) of Land Management, which is a type of government thing, and it is paid for by taxes. I know that there are a lot of them up in Washington State, and you can just go there, park there, and camp there for free as long as you leave no trace and clean up after yourself. And I think that's pretty cool. Like, you can just roll up on the land and camp there. Obviously, if you have an RV, you're not going to have full hookups. But if you have a tent, then I think it's great. And then there's, I saw one not too far from where I'm staying here in the south. And they just, there was a creek nearby. So they, um, they use that as their water source. And if you want more on camping, we have a whole episode on that. Yes, absolutely. Definitely go check that out, as well as the Fast Fashion episode for more information
1: on those subjects. So, oopsies, give me one second. Uh, (laughs) Okay, here we go. So, the next subject we are going to talk about, is it the last subject? Almost the last subject we're going to talk about is reusables. So, reusable bags and reusable bags. well reusables in general are really important for well obviously we as we talked about in our let's let's dog trash episode and almost every episode probably is reusables um so you don't if you've listened to all those episodes you probably don't need um a whole new um you know my speech again um <laughs> but so some reusables that are really good to have handy in summer reusable bags for shopping or even just for, um, you know, taking to the beach or the pool, wherever you want to go, um, so reusable bags, some of my favorites are tote bags, um, I got mine at Target, but I did some research and it was, um, uh good (laughs) and it's lasted me for forever I bring it to me every single day for work but it's a tote bag it has a pocket in the inside has three pockets in the inside and then a pocket on the outside and I like the ones with pockets best because I can keep organized um that's kind of irrelevant but reusable bags whichever ones you like are fantastic um some other things are cups straws cutlery um however you would like to eat off of um to keep those in your bag in your reusable bag i always have my little kit with me wherever i go whether it's even just to work or um uh, the store wherever i go you never know when you want to um get food (laughs) um so having those handy reduces a lot of waste that you will potentially be making um and the last thing that I recommend for everyone all year round. Um, well all this is all year round, but all the time is water bottles. Um those plastic water bottles we don't even realize how wasteful they are, just the single-use ones that kids like to crumple up and then throw in the garbage can. So um water I know Hydro Flask was a really um popular brand last year some other good brands are clean canteen um these are all really good brands as long as it's just a good stainless steel or glass or whatever water bottle you're or maybe like.
0: if you have a plastic one just laying around like one of those that aren't uh necessarily one of those plastic water bottles that you just keep buying but a plastic one that you might have gotten from summer camp or something those are still good too yeah
1: absolutely Um, Just if you're buying a new water bottle, try to stay away from the reusable plastic ones, even though they are reusable and probably cheaper, they tend to hold bacteria more and you can, um, if you put anything warm in it, um, the smells from that warm liquid can um, cling on to the plastic walls. Um, and it's plastic as well. So anyways, we are now going to
0: talk about, oh, okay. Well, there's one more brand that I yes. wanted to mention. It's called Sandcloud. I talked about it in one of the other episodes. I'm not sure which one it might have been. Oh, it was the Sustainable Beauty and Hygiene. So Sandcloud is a company that sells these Turkish cotton towels and you can bring them to the beach and they are great for just lying out on, good for drying you off. And they are perfect for getting the sand off of you. Um, if you've got a lot of sand on you. They also sell tote bags, t-shirts, lots of water bottles, metal straws. They're very eco-friendly. And then if you want a uh, some sort of powder to get the sand off of you, I can recommend the brand Beach Behinds, and I'll link that in the blog. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, I think there is one more topic.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the last topic is is exercising. A lot of people do um like the the quote unquote summer glow up um so exercising is a big topic um during the summer and it's not necessarily they're not necessarily a way a lot of ways that it is um uh wasteful but some um some of our tips especially in covid these are actually very accessible to everybody and
0: more
1: um um I guess people will be doing these a little bit more than say going to a gym um so bike riding we that is like pretty much the number one way of exercise it is completely not wasteful at all it's zero waste obviously um it takes up no car, or it doesn't
0: least carbon emissions you can yeah as with... long as you're not getting one of those e-bikes <laughs> one of the electric you get bikes. an actual bike that you have to push like you have to pedal on by yourself don't you, I mean most people get e-bikes because they don't like going up hills or maybe they do a lot of mountain biking and try to get higher jumps or something try to just go with a simple bike that you have to actually work with yes so
1: some other um Oh, as I was saying, sorry, bike riding. So you can take it to the grocery store, as we mentioned, in other website I can't speak. Other episodes. Um, you can... It's basically a car, but it doesn't release carbon emissions, and it makes you have Abs. if you do it enough (laughs) and must and leg muscles yes so yeah walking the
0: exercising possibilities are pretty much endless like there's walking or hiking there's swimming um and when you're going swimming you can definitely use our tips for that walking and hiking make sure that you just stay on the trail because if you go off you can damage stuff Mm -hmm. um also keep your dog on a leash even if they're a good dog um, they can still go off and damage nature, and they can also get ticks, which are a big problem. They can also get into a snake, and a snake can bite them, and you don't want your uh, your dog to get into that. So make sure your dogs are always on leashes.
1: Yes, and the very last thing that we would like to talk about is don't worry about getting the quote-unquote summer body, um, or the summer bod. <laughs> it <laughs> is literally so... Irrelevant. Nobody needs the summer body. Um, I mean, being healthy is always good. Um, but you don't need to have abs, as I was joking about before. You don't need to be tanned and glowy. Um, just whatever makes you feel good, whatever you um, are, just love yourself and yeah, don't worry about that. It is, um, don't compare yourself to others. That is really no bueno for your mental health. The announcements for today is that we this is our very last episode for season one we cannot believe that we've already recorded 20 episodes successfully every single friday insane um but we are done with season one which is absolutely crazy thank you guys so much for sticking with us through all of this and we are guaranteeing a season two we are going to take yes. a break until we will release the um, episode two well, launch date um, on our Instagram. So you can follow us there. And we are staying very active on our Instagrams, all three of our pages. Um, so you can follow us there. And we will um, continue posting and staying active on there as well. Um, so, yeah, that is the episode. We are super excited. Myla and
0: Lonnie, do you have anything to add? Uh, yeah, we're just taking a summer break. We're going to try to use as many as these tips that we talked about in here for our own lives. We will definitely keep you posted on our personal accounts as well as our podcast account. Uh, we will be posting a lot of recipes and articles on our blog. You can go to sustainlivingkindness.com slash blog. If you want the episode notes this episode, go to sustainlivingkindness.com slash podcast. Or you can just go to our website and then click on the menu bar. And yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: Amazing. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it and learned a little something new. Subscribe to stay tuned. We post new episodes every Friday and have a plethora of interesting content planned for you guys in the near future.
0: When you aren't listening to our podcast, feel free to give us a follow on Instagram at Sustain loving kindness Podcast, And there you can find our site with all of our links, whether it's to our blog or our Pinterest page or even a place to send in a voice message. If there's anything you want to hear about in our podcast, send in a voice message or give us a DM on Instagram. We love each and every one of you so much. Have a wonderful day
1: and we can't wait to see you guys back next episode. Bye! Bye.